1: Oh, that gets you excited, don't it? Look. Oh, that gets
0: me excited. And of course, the hottest takes. My dad used to have this saying, if you don't like the series, you'll like football. Well, say right- I'm a pretty big football fan, and I despise <laughs> this <thrillers>. Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> so get ready, because it's time for SPT Overtime what is going on everybody welcome back to another episode of sbt overtime my name is matt permuka and when you hear my voice in the intro you know that can only mean one thing fantasy football mid-season edition episode two and as always i'm accompanied by a friend of mine the reason i'm here at wzip alex henry
0: Thank you for having me, Matt. I love fantasy football, and I love talking fantasy football with you, so
1: I'm excited. I'm excited. I think we're going to have a great, great episode. So what we're going to be talking about this time, you know, last time was the uh, midseason updates, just, uh, you know, the uh, preseason expectations versus, versus reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this time, we're going to be taking this episode uh, in more of a playoff direction, because we're three weeks out from the fantasy playoffs yeah. at the point in time in recording. By the time you guys are hearing this, it'll be two weeks until Crazy. your fantasy playoffs. So we're going to give you guys some people to buy and sell right before the playoffs and some waiver wire guys right before the playoffs. But before that, we're going to be talking about our own WZIP League. Alex, you ready to talk about whatever this is?
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm very excited. The league has been interesting. <laughs> to say, to say um, the very least. So yeah, I'm excited to get into it.
1: All right, well, let's get right into the overall standings right now. We'll start in the Eastern Conference because they have no representative here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and dead last, our friend Marcus Anderson, who auto-drafted, who has not set his lineup since <laughs> September, is sitting at 1-9. and nine, Poor guy. And he is probably going to lose this week, too. So he will most likely be 1-10 by the time you're hearing this. It's unfortunate. Sitting at 4th. In the Eastern Conference is Dan Groen at five and five. Mm-hmm. Logan Congrove sits third at five and five. Casey Rush, surprising everybody in his first year of fantasy football, is currently six and four in second mm-hmm. place. Yeah, in the Eastern Conference, and number one, our boss, our director, the man with the fan account, Jake Murrin, sitting at seven and three. Atop the East.
0: Yeah, I would say looking at the East and the WZIP Sports League, they have, like, outside of Marcus, obviously, I'd say they have a lot more consistent contenders uh, than the West does. So, with that being said, it is a little more of a difficult...
1: yeah, I i I get what you're saying. It, it's the word's hard. It's a more difficult place to be. Yeah, there's the a lot East. of there's a lot of parody. A lot of yeah. parody there.
0: Um but yeah, I think these rankings are good. Um Casey does surprise me coming up at six and four. Yeah, he took uh, Debo
1: in the first round too. I mean, I did not think he'd be here at this point in time, but what no. do I know?
0: Yeah, apparently. And uh Jake, to no surprise, he's been playing. Really, really good lights out every single week. So yeah, I mean it helps
1: when you have a bulk of the Buffalo Bills, <laughs> offense and yeah. on your team. But let's get into our uh, our conference, the West. At the and uh, last in the West at three and seven, the return of Emily Lane well, not doing so hot. No, not doing so Maybe hot. Maybe she shouldn't have returned. <laughs> oh. Well, then we would have had nine, and that would have been really <laughs> yeah, it's awkward. That's true. That's true. That's true. Uh, and then number four in the West. Good old Pat Weber, the man that took Najee Harris number one overall and the man that took Baker Mayfield in the ninth round. So can we talk
0: about that? You know, I used to always say that the worst first overall draft pick I ever saw was Payne Manning one year.
1: <laughs> Wait, was it like the year he like he set the touchdown record at least? Yeah, it, it was the year he went to the Super Bowl. Okay. The, uh, yeah. It could have been worse. But
0: I think Najee is by far, at this point in my life, probably the worst first first draft pick I've ever seen
1: first overall pick yeah Yeah. I have I have one that might top it I took Melvin Gordon third overall the year he held out completely forgot he held out that's rough I finished last that year in uh, that one league but back to the standings number three in the west at five and five good old Logan Buchanan there are five people competing for that fourth and final playoff spot Mm -hmm. Logan the only representative from the west that is in that in that mix
0: yeah he's a very hot and cold player in our league i mean sometimes i'll see his teams getting up in the 130 40 range and some weeks i see him in the 80 range so yeah
1: i i think that's been just a microcosm of fantasy all year yeah he's five and five and i think that inconsistency is really a reflection yeah 100 percent. number two in the west me at seven and three Alex, you have the head-to-head tiebreaker, and you sit atop of the West and first place outright in the league at 8-2. So, I mean, we're going to talk about our teams a little bit here. Do you want to go first, or you want to let me go first? I'll let uh, you go first, man. All right, all right, so my team, it is incredibly hot and cold. Just like Logan, I will either struggle to hit 90 or I'm hitting 130 points at the drop of a hat. My wide receiving core is I think it's probably the best I've ever drafted in a 10-man league. I have DeAndre Hopkins, C.D. Lamb, and Jalen Waddell. Running backs, they're kind of what make or break me because Miles Sanders is incredibly hit or miss. He is probably the most inconsistent player in my lineup, and I have to start him because my only other option would be Tony Pollard, Mm -hmm. who is an even more hit or miss running back. Right. But, you Christian McCaffrey, ever since he's gone to San Francisco, that's really helped me, helped me a lot. So, you know, talk about your team a bit. You're first place outright. How's the danger doing? The danger,
0: you know, I'm happy about Joe Burrow. I, you know, a lot of – not everybody in the league, but there were definitely people that – Looked at me kind of funny for taking that. I'm not regretting it. He's put up pretty pretty solid fantasy points I this think, year. I
1: think the funny part was just when you would – I think they were looking at you because you rolled your R's every time. Oh, you did, yes. <laughs> I think that's why they were looking at you, Strange. I didn't think yeah. anyone was doubting Joe Shiesty. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my running
0: backs – I mean, I'm just going to tell you my running backs. Matt. Go ahead, yeah. I got Austin Eckler and DeAndre Swift. We're Go- talking two guys – that every week I don't know what they're gonna give me,
1: either thirty or three. Yes, and you, would, I would not be surprised with if uh, with any of those scores, man. Yeah, I think
0: later in the season they'll probably play better, considering both of the teams that they're on. Yeah. Um, going on to my wide receivers, Terry McLaurin finally starting to step up. Scary Terry's finally starting to get there.
1: See, so he's got Taylor Heineke now, and you know, yeah. say what you will about Heineke, I don't think he's that good, but he has a great, He just has that mentality of bleep it. Terry's down there somewhere yeah and he's dumb enough to trust Terry blindly Carson Wentz was slightly too smart to make consistently stupid throws mm-hmm. so he wouldn't try Terry in triple coverage he just throws some weird underhanded interception yeah but with Heineken in Terry McLaurin I love that for you
0: yeah no I do too AJ Brown's been really nice the controversy on my team is I got I got Chris Olave on my bench and I also Ooh. got Jeff Wilson Jr and those guys or, I mean, if you want to talk about the consistency on my starters, yeah. let's talk about the con- inconsistencies of my bench. It's so That's... hard to pick with Chris Olave. I never, ever know what I'm getting from him.
1: Dude, he just cooked Jalen uh, Ramsey last week. He had, what, yeah. 17 last week? Yeah, he did you went... start him? I didn't see. I did not start him. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, so... I started Tyler Boyd,
0: actually. Uh, and I didn't think it would be bad. He didn't play awful, but it would have been better to have Alave in
1: there. In the moment, I would have agreed with you. In Mm -hmm. hindsight, you played yourself. Yeah, I did. It's the power of hindsight. I'm so (sighs) smart now because I can tell you what you should have done. The thing
0: that's hurting Alex Henry's team, 8-2, first in the West, is my tight end situation. Dallas is injured. Um, So I had to pick up Hayden Hurst, who this season hasn't been the worst tight end. Uh, he's had he's had some pretty good games, but Dallas was a big reason that my team was being successful. He was one of the better tight ends that you could have had out of yeah. the like. Oh yeah, you know the all of the ones that aren't Travis Kelsey. And, <laughs> I, I mean, I
1: have Mark Andrews, so and I mean, Mark I, I know what it's yeah. like to
0: have a real good tight end. Um, but yeah, that's hurting my team. But besides that, they look pretty good. Honestly, being eight and two. I want to say a lot of it's luck, but my losses—both of those losses—I should have won. That yeah, Chris Alave got switched. Now, who to...
1: who did you lose to? I forget.
0: I, uh, Dan and uh, Jake, I believe.
1: Okay, All right, came... you beat me, you beat me in our one head-to-head matchup this year. I think yeah. we play each other one more time before the playoffs. So let me check my schedule. It's going to be a big game. Oh yeah. Do we play each other? Oh, of course. It doesn't give me my team breakdown. It's the entire league at once. But uh, while you're looking at that, I mean, besides yeah. that. Oh, we do. Dude, we play each other two weeks from now. So week 13. <sighs> week so 13. So right before the playoffs. The, the second to last week before the playoffs. Yeah. We will play each other, and that will pretty much be for the one seed outright. Yeah, that's crazy. That's insane. Speaking of the one seed, you want to get into our current projected playoff bracket? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Oh, wait, where's it at? Where's it at? ESPN wants to be difficult for me right now. Here we go. Projected playoff bracket. If the season were to end right here, right now, Mm -hmm. Alex, you as the one seed would be playing Casey Rush Mm -hmm. in the first round, and I would be traveling in this hypothetical fantasy land to Jake Murren's team to take on number two, Jake Murren to go. Yeah. How do you like your chances against Casey?
0: I love my chances. If you're giving me two weeks to play Casey, I have no doubt in my mind that I'm going to be able to beat him I really, really want to stay at this one spot because honestly, Jake is just not an opponent that I want to play in our league. Uh, he, he's there's those weeks that you know, obviously, like you mentioned earlier, there's a lot of teams that are really hot and cold, hot and cold. But Jake's team, when they're hot, they're the hottest team. It's in a our volcano. League. Yeah, so that's a That's just a, a risk I don't want to take. But you got to remember, you brought up the Bills. Yep. That's his whole team, pretty much. Essentially, How yeah. many of those guys are truly, truly going to be playing in playoff weeks? I think
1: most of the first round, most of them. Yeah. So when I would have to play him in this hypothetical, right. pretty much all of them. But, yeah, I would be playing Jake. Now I'm just going to read you his starting lineup, and I would have to play this for two weeks in a row. Josh Allen, Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Stefan Diggs, Mike Williams, TJ Hawkinson, Brandon Nayuk. Uh, defense interchangeable he's got the saints right now and tyler bass wow reading those first four names i would be petrified however my receiving core i alluded to man it's something special cd lamb d hop and jalen waddle with christian mccaffrey and mark andrews and mm-hmm. lamar jackson on my quarterback spot i do not hate my chances I don't know if I think my team's more well rounded than him. I just have to pray that Buffalo or Derrick Henry don't go God mode for those weeks. And I think we'd be seeing each other in the championship. Which would be that would be a real nice icing on the cake. One of us has to make it. You know how bad it would be if both of us, the guys that have been on every single fantasy podcast, didn't make the championship if we got bounced in the first round.
0: Matt, would you like to know something? I would love to know something. I've played fantasy since the sixth grade. All right. Never have I ever
1: won in a fantasy league. Wow. I've never won. I've been playing since seventh grade. I won one league, and that was last season. I won my first championship. The year before that, I was in the championship, and I lost the literal fourth quarter of the last 4 o'clock game because there's no Sunday night game in week uh, 17 at the time. DK Metcalf. Scored a garbage time touchdown, and I lost the twenty twenty championship by three points.
0: That's upsetting.
1: And last year in my league, I oh, in my that one league, I, I'm in seven leagues, man. It's <laughs> hard to keep up. But yeah, I won. Uh, I won the championship last year in that league. My first first uh, championship.
0: That's yeah, got to be nice. I I kind of want to win. You know, I took, I yeah. did what I've never done. I stopped playing safe. I stopped playing safe fantasy. I started playing risky fantasy.
1: Yeah, I mean, no, I think your profile picture encapsulates the risk yourself. I mean, it is Walter White. <laughs>
0: sure. Exactly. You know, I embraced the Breaking Bad, yeah. you know, mindset and I I went in. And I took yeah. the risk. So, I'd like to see I'd like to see you in the championship too. I Looking think- at the consolation ladder right now, though. It really is anybody. I mean, honestly. They're
1: good old fifth place bragging rights.
0: Three, five, and five teams in there. Um, obviously, a three and seven, one and nine, a three and seven. Yeah. I mean, it's rough. I don't see any of them really making it. Yeah, no. So the, like, whoever out of those gets to
1: go to winter consolation, like. Right. They're not going to win. Yeah. I, so right now, the uh, of all the five and five teams, all, no, of all the 5-5 five and five teams, Dan Groen has the best shot to make the playoffs. However, Casey Rush, who sits at 6-4, and four, has a 45% higher chance than Dan Groen to make the playoffs. So there's going to be a lot to change left because I think everyone plays each other at least one more. I mean, we go through yeah. each other's bracket – you know, one more time before the playoffs, so it's about to get real dicey in the last couple of weeks, and I'm excited. Stay tuned for uh, our next episode after in the playoffs. So yeah, playoff episode that'll be really fun. That'll be really fun. I think I think for our playoff episode, we need to bring in all four playoff teams. That makes sense. Even for a li- even for a little bit. Even for a little bit. Yeah, I mean we already got two
0: of them right here. We got two of
1: them right here. We're I pretty mean, much locked. Yeah, I mean Jake's most likely going to make it unless yeah. all of his team just disintegrates. Right. Uh, and then you know the final team. I know. Casey or Dan would love to come uh Casey, Dan, Logan or uh an other Logan would all love to come in. Suri.
0: Suri agreed with you.
1: Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: So that's what's up. But no, I think that I think that would be fun. I think that's a good idea.
1: Yeah, so our playoff I mean, we're obviously gonna project ourselves to win the championship. Of course. But you know, People don't want to hear about us winning the championship. They want to know how they can win their own championship. Uh, All right. And so, last episode, we did our midseason buy and sells. Mm -hmm. And so, we're going to do right now, we're going to do another buy sell segment while also reviewing our buy and sells from our last episode from uh, mid October. And we're going to review those and give you guys some more. So, Alex, I'll throw it right to you. Give me your old running backs you bought and sold and give me the ones you want, to buy, you want to tell our listeners to buy and sell right before the fantasy playoffs.
0: 100%, Matt. So my last sell was Najee Harris. Um, back then I was a little more iffy on it, um, and my buy was Dalvin Cook. Uh, I mean, I guess if you had to buy a player when I was doing buy, that Dalvin yeah. Cook wasn't bad. But overall right now I'm not sure if he's the guy I, I really want. Mm-hmm. Um, my sell is still Najee Harris. Yeah. As in right now, I know a lot of people still oh, he, have.
1: not So we're we're recording this right after the uh, uh Bengals Steelers game. So you're gonna we're, when you're gonna be hearing this, it will be a week after we recorded it. So yeah, Najee just had his season like, high. He had a good game. He had he a had had his, he had his season high. Sell him while he's hot. Yeah, exactly. This, is, this might be the only time you might have a chance to sell Najee Harris for anything.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, he he played good. Yeah, and if you
1: still have him on your team, somehow you're a brave soul. Sell him.
0: Yep. Sell him. Get rid of him. Uh, so I I'm not I'm no fun. I have the same sell. Yep. Uh, my buy is Kenneth Walker, uh, Seattle Seahawks running back. He's been playing good, and I think that you'd be able to get him for a pretty good price right now. Um, it isn't
1: he's dealing with an injury right now, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. That's a perfect time to buy. Yeah. So those are my uh, my old. Buy-sells and my, my new buy-sells. All right. Well, my old, buys, my old buy was Damian Pierce. Now, I think I've kind of jinxed him because uh, since we recorded that, he's only scored one touchdown. But he <laughs> is still averaging just over 13 points a game in PPR League, so it's not the worst. Right. I mean, he's, putting, he's, he's the starting running back on an abysmal Houston Texans offense, but he's still putting up an honest share. So I don't know if I hit the nail on the head right there. But it's way better. Well, my cell aged like a fine wine, and that's Melvin Gordon. Mm -hmm. All right, so when I did this uh, outline over the weekend, so last Saturday, Sunday, uh, I was looking looking at Melvin Gordon's stat line fantasy-wise. He has three games where he scores under eight points and three games where he scored over 12 fantasy points, and he missed the other games with injuries. You know, he was really hot or cold. But then today, the Denver Broncos waived him. As I was reviewing my outline at about one forty-five today, I get a notification saying Melvin Gordon waived. So I hope you sold him, mm-hmm. because if, if you didn't, you don't have a running back. Nope. And <laughs> uh, my, I have two guys to buy right now. First one is Devin Singletary, the Buffalo Bills finally realized having Josh Allen run the ball the entire time is not good for his health. (laughs) And they now realize they have this position that their sole purpose is to run the ball. And Devin Singletary has scored three touchdowns in his last two weeks. They remembered he's alive. Right Now Mm -hmm. is the perfect time as a fantasy player to remember Devin Singletary exists and acquire him. And my next one, David Montgomery. Uh, his backup, Herbert, went on IR. He was there receiving back. And, you know, His first game as the lone bell cow, he had over 20 points and a touchdown. He's getting receptions now. Justin Fields is apparently just red hot right now. Mm-hmm. So the Bears offense is clicking. David Montgomery, great piece to buy.
0: I think that's a great pick.
1: My cells, Alvin Kamara. This man has had no value with Andy Dalton under center because Dalton does not like a throw to him at all, and that's where a lot of Kamara's production came from fantasy-wise. Until Winston gets the job back and it doesn't look likely, I would move on from Kamara as much as you as fast as you could. And then my final sell, DeAndre Swift. I don't know if you saw last week when uh, uh I'm J- aware. Jamal Williams <laughs> scored three touchdowns against the Giants. DeAndre Swift, none. Yeah, I'm aware. Yeah.
0: I had him <laughs> yep. starting.
1: Yep. Yep. And my family. Over Jeff li- Olson. Yep. He, he, Jamal Williams is his kryptonite. He has his own handcuff and his, his handcuff is outperforming him. So Deandre Swift, yeah. not, not the best, it's sad. not the best to have, but <laughs> anyways, Alex, hopefully you have some better luck when we get to our receivers to buy and sell. So let's get to your guys. You bought and sold back in October.
0: Yeah. So I, um, I bought. Randall Moore and Isaiah McKenzie.
1: R- Rondale Moore and Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah. Okay.
0: Gotcha. Now Moore, eh, whatever. Yeah. But uh, Isaiah McKenzie, he—you
1: could get rid of him if you yeah. still have him.
0: I really, at the time of me telling him to buy, I was kind of high on him, and I knew it was more of a reach.
1: Yeah. And, th- and... this was when the Bills' offense looked like God's gift to football, <laughs> yeah. When like no one was stopping it, and now it's like, okay, maybe they are humans. Yeah. So, so that was probably. Not my best.
0: My sell was Deontay Johnson. I'm okay with that.
1: I think, yeah, that's that's very fair. Yeah, I'm that's okay very with fair. that so.
0: Now, I have for my buy, Kirtland Sutton.
1: Ooh. He had a great game. He, he did.
0: Played good. He did. Um, You might be able to get him for cheap because... Oh, he's
1: on that Broncos offense and it's abysmal. People
0: who have those, the Kirtland Sutton, that have kept him this season, yeah. they don't want him really.
1: No, not at They're all. They're sitting
0: on his pen. Yeah. Uh, So... So maybe try to get Cortland like, Sutton.
1: I, I'm in a 14-man league, all right? Starting caliber receivers and running backs like that, you don't move those guys for anything. My buddy's got Cortland Sutton. He's been begging me to get him off of his team for weeks. And so, like, you're right. Like People want Broncos players off their teams yeah, as fast do. as they can. So And Sutton, he's the number one guy right now while Ju- uh, Judy's dealing with that ankle injury. So. Yeah.
0: It's not a bad it's I not like a that a lot, buy. yeah. Uh, my sell is going to be Devontae Smith. Uh, okay. I'm not high on him, and his, his targets have went down. Yep. So that's enough said right there. That's going to be my sell.
1: All right. Well, let's get into my old buy and sells for wide receivers. Now, this is – I told you pre-show, I pretty much jinxed everybody in this uh, because both of these guys went on IR. Right after the podcast went on air, oh, that's crazy, so my buy was Marquise Brown, Yikes. who after two games went on IR and has been there pretty much up until either tonight he can come off IR or within the next two weeks he will be off IR. And then my sell was Jamar Chase, <laughs> <who> the very <laughs> next week after the podcast aired, had that hip injury. Oh, that's And did not – I can't even tell – like, I think we just have to call these, like – it's a scratch. Yeah. It's two scratches. And I'm afraid to announce my next due because I don't want either of them to go on IR because I have have them in several of my leagues. And so my new buy is Amari Cooper. Yeah. Who just had the game of his season with Jacoby Brissett. But unlike every other wide receiver on this list, uh, he has a – Elite quarterback coming back into the lineup. And he has been a very efficient fantasy wide receiver with Jacoby. His numbers are going to skyrocket with Deshaun Watson, in my opinion. I agree. And then my wide receiver to sell, Debo Samuel. Wow. He has only scored 15 points or more twice this season. Yeah. Only twice. People were taking him in the first and second round. Casey Rush took him in the first round. And, you know, he stopped running the ball. And, you know, it's really impacted his fantasy value. And he's gone downhill. You know, he still has that big name recognition to him. So maybe you could try to sell him for something and get a good good return on him. man. So those are my wide receivers. Now, Alex, I'll throw it back to you. Our quarterbacks to buy and sell.
0: Yes. Let's see. My buy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Jared Goff and Matt Ryan
1: were your buys or was one of them your sell?
0: Nope. They were both my buys actually. Oh boy. Um, so if you listen to my advice. I just want to ask for your apology right now. <laughs> I mean, Jared golf hasn't been awful, especially if you're in a 12 man, he, you know, he's not awful, but Matt Ryan, I,
1: I he lie. got benched for Sam Ellinger <laughs> temporarily, and then his coach yeah. got fired, and now an ESPN analyst <laughs> is yeah. calling plays. It's great over there. I
0: kind of lied to you. Aaron Rodgers was my sell, and you're welcome there. Um, my buy, or yeah. my sell currently, the GOAT. T- Tom, Tom Brady? Brady? Sell him. No. Get rid of him. Is he still the GOAT? Yes. Does this season affect his career? No, not really. Fair enough. But get rid of him. He's All not. Right. He's not there for fantasy. Wow. My buy and uh, Matt. I'm a little iffy about this buy. I'm a little iffy about it. Like Let's this here, is man. a buy. You gotta understand. There's not a lot of quarterbacks you can really go out and just buy. Yeah, people high... are
1: not willing to just trade a, away like elite guys at right a high now. Cost yeah. Right
0: now, Tyler Heineke. He's gonna be my buy. Heineke, um, quarterback. Listen, I love it. I think he has a lot of potential with the wide receiver core on his team. To be able to put up enough good fantasy football points,
1: I I like that. If you're in like a 12 man and up, I think sure. I I think it's a solid backup option. I'd be very scared to death if he was my starter. Yeah. All right. Well, um, my old buy, uh, just like you, was good old Jared Goff. Yeah. And since th- we told people to buy Jared Goff, he has not scored more than <laughs> 17.6 fantasy points. Yeah, so, it's rough. as a show, we apologize.
0: Like, fantasy football is hard. Yeah. We're doing our best. Yeah, we're We've trying. we you guys some good advice. It's your
1: fault for listening to yeah. us.
0: Only so, take the good advice, only not the bad stuff.
1: everything we say is a joke unless it becomes <laughs> true, <laughs> yeah, and then exactly. we're geniuses. Exactly. Uh, and then my old cell was Aaron Rodgers. And he still has not eclipsed 20 fantasy points all season. Yeah. Even though Christian Watson has come out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, still not a great fantasy quarterback. Now, my new buy, I have two of these. One of them is going to be a low-end starter, and the other one is a giant wild card. Which one would you like first? Starter. All right, low-end starter, Danny Dimes. Wow. Wow. He's, he's a low-end starter right now. He could, he's, he'd be very obtainable. He scored 18 points or more in five out of his ten starts this year. Wow. However, in those other five starts, he hasn't <laughs> hit double digits.
0: Interesting. So
1: it is a really, really boomer bust move with Daniel Jones. If you need a quality backup, low-end starter, take a flyer on the dirt man. He might work out for you. And my wild card buy, a man we have not seen on the football field in two years, Deshaun Watson. He's coming back to an offense that is clicking on all cylinders with Jacoby Brissett, of all people. He has a decent supporting cast around him. He might be rusty early, but the Browns are going to be in a win-now mode when he steps on the field. I, I think Deshaun Watson could be the reason you win your league.
0: That's a crazy sentence, but I can't disagree with you.
1: Yeah, it's it's out there. Yeah. And remember, it's a joke unless it comes true. Exactly. Remember that, folks. 100%. And now my new sell, this one's going to be really surprising. I think this one's going to surprise you. Justin Herbert. No. Dude. I he, don't blame you. He has not scored over 20 fantasy points since week four. Yeah. You know, I his wide receiver. He, you know, he hasn't had Keenan Allen or Mike Williams pretty much at all this season.
0: Sure, which is huge.
1: Yeah, that absolutely. But at the same time, Herbert's not giving you production, and he has name value. It, like, if you like open your app one day and you see just some, they want to give me Justin Herbert. You might you're probably really enticed to take that deal, just because of the name recognition alone. I think you could get a really good haul for Justin Herbert.
0: Yeah, no, I I don't disagree with you at all, Matt. And I think not only the the wide receiver problems he's been having, but I don't think he's been the same since his injury when, yeah. you know, he got injured, he hasn't put out. I mean, we were talking Justin Herbert was in a sense supposed to be a Josh Allen-esque player. Yeah. Just in the NFL in, in general, and he hasn't done that.
1: Yeah, since he nearly lost his lung in Kansas City that night. Yeah, so I think
0: that's a really good sell, especially if you have that one aunt who, you know, doesn't really check her league that often and she's struggling and needs a quarterback. She might see Justin Herbert and say, oh, Justin Herbert. And then she might take him.
1: This feels oddly specific. Is this about (laughs) our league by chance? No, I have leagues
0: with aunts that, you know, they they draft like the players because like they dated a Kardashian or something.
1: So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we gave you some guys to buy before the playoffs, but what about some guys you could add for free? Sure. going to go on some We're, we're going to give you some waiver wire players that could make or break your fantasy playoffs. So Alex, I'll throw it to you first. Give me some running backs.
0: Running backs. Latavius
1: Murray. Love it. Take I them. have him too.
0: Yeah, I think he's great. I think he's great. Why would the Broncos pass the ball when they can run it?
1: Exactly. <laughs> you know what the I passing's mean? not working, <laughs> you know, running can't be much worse. Yeah,
0: you know what I mean? And uh, James Cook, uh, I'm a little more Dude, ify. are you
1: reading my mind? Really? Yeah. Dude. dude. Wha-
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is why we chose to Wait, last
1: that. time we agreed on something, it was Jared Goff. This is not. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. That's rough. That's rough. No. no, we're
0: redeeming ourselves this time. Okay, now.
1: that's how we're looking at it. Yeah, yep.
0: we're going to redeem ourselves. I think James Cook is great. And I see a lot more running production out of the Bills um, coming up. So I think he is a really good guy that you could probably get for
1: free. Yeah, uh, going off with of Tavius Murray, let's, uh, I'll try to get some content out of that. Uh, at ESPN Leagues, he's only rostered in 34% of them. There you go. So chances are he's available in your league. And as of four hours ago, Alex, the guy that was starting over him was released. Wow. So Latavius Murray might be RB one in Denver by the time you all are listening to this. Yeah. Kinda crazy. That is crazy. Kinda I didn't crazy. Know that. James Cook rostered in twenty percent of fantasy leagues. The Bills, I said it earlier with Singletary, they realize they can't run Josh Allen into the dirt, no pun intended. They have players that can take handoffs and run the ball. James Cook, they spent a fairly high draft pick on him. Yeah, they did. Might as well use him. So, I think James Cook has a lot of upside. But let's get into wide receivers. I think this one might be a little more fun, a little more diverse.
0: So, I have Donovan Peoples-Jones. You talked about Watson. Dude. <laughs> Dude,
1: stop. You, t- you talked about Watson okay.
0: coming back.
1: and Guys, I swear we had our own. We didn't do this together. We had our own ideas and yeah. thoughts. <laughs>
0: yeah, we did. We did not talk about this in advance. Um, yeah, you got to take him. Watson coming back. The... The ceiling is way too high, I'm, especially if you 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 need a guy. Well, you might be taking a guy who goes top fifteen wide yeah. receiver in the league. So, pretty pretty good uh, ceiling there. Um, Demarcus Robinson for the Ravens. We finally, have someone different. There we go. Finally, um, nine catches, one hundred twenty eight yards in his last game. He had a great game, really good, and he's gonna be there. And finally, iffy Sky Moore um, okay. on uh, the Chiefs. They're, he's, like, under 50% rostered. Okay, yeah. And I
1: made the mistake of drafting him in one of them. So
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> maybe it'll he, work out after If all. you need him, he's a good flex option, maybe, if you, sometimes. If you're in,
1: like, a 20-man league and you need yeah. to flex, man, Sky
0: Moore. Yeah, yeah that's, my, that's my three.
1: All right, so uh, my first uh, wide receiver on the waiver wire, uh, two weeks ago this would have sounded crazy, and now by the time you're going to be hearing this, this guy might not even be on your waiver wire. And that's Christian Watson.
0: Yeah, great pick. still
1: Still only rostered in 58% of ESPN I leagues. I don't know how. As of, this is as of November 21st. You're going to be listening to this on the 28th or later, so you probably won't be on your waiver wire by the time you're listening to this. But you know, he's come out of nowhere as of late, and he has had three straight games of scoring 20 or more fantasy points per game. Absolutely insane. The guy couldn't catch a ball, and now he is going to win you a league. Yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah, and then the second guy is uh, the guy we agreed on, Donovan Mm Peoples-Jones, rostered in 38% of ESPN leagues. He is on pace for 1,000 yards with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. With an upgraded quarterback. Yep. Probably going to eclipse that. Yeah. You'd think. Uh, You know he has. You know he scored his first touchdown of the season last week against Detroit. Uh, You can only imagine he's going to find the end zone several more times with Deshaun under center. So, and my final waiver wire wide receiver. This guy, if you were to hear this in like April, you would be, "How is this even? How is this guy on the waivers?" And that's Traylon Burks. Great
0: pick. I almost took him.
1: Yes, he is. Okay, when I when I say this, he had not scored a double digit fantasy point game. Until this past week. Yes, correct. And he was a first-round pick. However, however, he's finally figuring it out. The Tennessee Titans have learned how to use him, and he had 18 points, fantasy points last week, without a touchdown. Still has not scored a touchdown, and he's still getting 100-yard games. He's rostered in 22% of leagues. This guy is at least worth being that guy that just sits on your bench. Yep. And maybe you see, oh, 16 this week, maybe I might have to start you next week. And then yeah. all of a sudden, he comes alive late in the season. Yeah. And he helps you win your league. Yeah. yeah. I think that's great. All right, let's get into our quarterback waiver wire. I only have one. How many do you have? One. I I have a feeling we're going to agree on this one.
0: I have Deshaun Watson. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: no. How could,
0: how could you not take him? The, I mean, first off, there's not many – quarterbacks that you, you could just take
1: yeah you're not going to, like guys are not sitting on waivers right now just there
0: correct um so why not take watson who was one of the best quarterbacks in the league before he stopped playing mm-hmm. on this browns team which was just high fire offense uh pass heavy at times um
1: with the defense it will be pass heavy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they will be down they yeah. will be trailing a lot
0: so that hurts um yeah it but, d- <laughs> really it does hurt my soul to say that yeah but it's got to be Watson, right, Matt?
1: I, I, I agree with you, man. He's rostered in 36% of the leagues. He has such great weapons around him. I've, that Cleveland Browns offense, that last six weeks of the season, it's going to be something magical, meaningless, but magical. And I think Deshaun Watson could be the reason you win your league. In my 14-man league, I've had him stashed on the bench all year. Lucky guy. I'm about to trade to Tua Tugavailoa. For another solid wide receiver too, I'm gonna to plug into Sean Watson, and I'm going to let I'm I going I'm going to I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to come out of there out of nowhere, and win my $500 prize pool. Wow, sounds crazy, right? It's a lot of money. I know well, it's 14, 14 guys, man. Yeah. <laughs> you everyone puts in 50. I mean, that's $700 in prize right there. Right. It's insane. Now, do you have a tight end to uh, that might? be a decent waiver wire because we talked in episode two uh the tight ends have been just mia this year so the waiver wire might be a terrible place to be looking for him
0: yeah, so i i had to pick up tight end off the waiver wire and I oh picked up, my
1: condolences
0: uh hayden hurst he's not awful yeah if you can get him i uh, i think he's a backup on a lot of people's teams If the people that have if you're a 10 ends. if you're a
1: 10 man he might be he, he, he might be there
0: right but uh, Saints tight end, hope I'm not butchering this name. Okay, uh, Jawan Johnson hasn't played <laughs> okay. hasn't yeah. played awful. Okay, that's all I have. All right, hope, honestly, if you're struggling at tight end, it I I really advise against this strategy. But if you're you need a last minute playoff hope, maybe just try to get rid of your tight end in a trade and go no tight end league and try to get a high value oh RB one wide receiver
1: one two. I, I kind of have to agree with you there. So, yeah. this was also really hard for me to find. Um, but luckily, well, not luckily. This is going to sound cruel. Uh, Arizona, they lost Zach Ertz to the injured reserve. And his backup, Trey McBride, is only rostered in 7% there you go. of the leagues. So, guys, by injury and by default, you have a 90- 93% chance of finding a starting tight end. There you go his production I I'm not going to lie to you the first time I heard Trey McBride was about 36 hours ago <laughs> so if i if it doesn't work out it's a joke yeah if it does you're a genius i am a genius you're a genius well <laughs>
0: that's that's the trend in the show man yeah
1: yeah well speaking of genius when you win your league you think of yourself as a genius and that genius gets rewarded with your prize pool so, Alex, you know, you said you haven't won your league. Have you ever thought about ways you would spend your fantasy earnings if you were to be lucky enough to win a league?
0: Yeah, well, so in my, my one family league, my one side of my family, we have a trophy. Awesome. Um, That's and awesome. most of them live in the Chardon, Cleveland area. Awesome. And I always say every year how I'm going to be taking the trophy home to Akron. Okay. I never do. This year it's still not looking that good. Oh. Um, but we're, my team's making a late season comeback, so it's nice. I I like a trophy. Um,
1: I think a trophy would be cool. I think you need to do a photo shoot with that trophy. Since the since the trophy, like you like you could physically have it, yeah. you just do a photo shoot with it and then make that your Christmas card.
0: Yeah, and I think like you can like go to like any pawn shop and get like. A football trophy. Oh, real For, cheap. like, yeah. five bucks. So oh, yeah. that's fun.
1: Oh, yeah. You have any others? I, I have quite a few. I've thought about this
0: for a while. Uh, well, see, for me, Matt, a lot of people I play with aren't fun. Okay. And... I've only ever viewed that trophy since the sixth grade, so it's the only thing that's really... This one's personal. Yeah, it's personal. This one's personal. It's really the only thing that's ever been on my mind was this trophy. That is... I honestly respect. So... I
1: respect that so much.
0: That is all I have. But I'm interested to hear your ideas.
1: All right, and so this is something I've always wanted to do, and that's buy a full-on champion's belt. And now depending on, like, when you see all your league mates, so, like, you know, you buy that thing at the end of the regular season after you win, and then, you know, either it's a Super Bowl party or if it's your family league, like Thanksgiving dinner, you just take the belt out of nowhere and smack it down on the table <laughs> and show everyone that you were better than them. No, I think
0: I think I love that because as a huge UFC ex-pro You can just walk fan, down with your champion's belt. I would feel like the rock or conor mcgregor. Yeah. So, of fantasy football in my family. Yeah. I love it. I think it's a great idea.
1: And then I have another one, so this one, you are going to invite over all of your league mates for uh, you know, either a playoff watch party, just something like maybe right. Super Bowl. And then you know, you guys you tell them, you know, we'll have food uh, we'll have food later. But before the food comes, everyone's over, you walk down and you eat in front of them a 60- to 70-ounce tomahawk steak. Fire. And you look them all in the eye and say, winners eat first. Wow. And so it's just You're you evil. with a tomahawk steak eating in front of everyone in this social setting. And it's incredibly awkward for everyone else that didn't win the league. You might have to loosen your champion's belt after you finish your tomahawk.
0: Now, Jake Murray. Marin- would not like this because he I doesn't don't know like if steak. you know
1: this, but he doesn't
0: like steak, Matt.
1: Oh, he's, uh, that's sad. Jake's the type
0: of guy who would get his tomahawk steak cooked well done. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean?
1: Okay, I cooked a steak well done one time, and I apologized profusely to my mother for three weeks. <laughs> and she's like, Matt, I don't care. I'm like, no, no, no. It's a waste of, wh- which one's the guy, chromosome, the X or Y? Yes, it's it's a waste We're of college. Students. It's 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 the waste of an X chromosome. If I can't cook a steak perfectly, so ah, I still yeah. can't believe the the person that is in charge of all of this does not like steak. Okay, but there's a lot of things he doesn't like. Yeah. But we all
0: have to talk about how how he has awful taste in food.
1: But anyway, the last two things I would think about buying a crown. I love it. Dude, You can just have the whole repertoire, a belt, a tomahawk stick, a crown, and a custom championship ring.
0: Nice. I like the ring.
1: See? Yeah. Can you just wear it? Yeah, you can just wear it. Like, Just make it really big and just bulky, too, so everyone can see it. Like
0: you're going out to wing night or something? It's like
1: pretty much you can only wear it for two or three minutes at a time because it's that.
0: Or like you go to like uh like a nice mexican restaurant where they have chips so every time you're reaching for the chips
1: and it just it just rotates it, over and falls into the sauce oh yeah
0: they just reflects Bl- blinds eyes. the waiter
1: <laughs> and waitress's eyes yes and they like- know they know that guy's good at fantasy football <laughs> yeah he's the, you know
0: well they know you're good at fantasy football you know like they know you're not a real athlete <laughs>
1: it's like, there's just gonna be a family over there and be like oh, can you see can you uh Look at how rude that guy is, flashing his ring everywhere. And he's like, "No, no, honey, he won his fantasy league." <laughs> yeah. You just go, sir. Can I buy you a drink? <laughs> Champions, drink for free. You think we can
0: get a picture. <laughs> I want to know what a picture with a
1: real winner feels
0: <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sounds awful. And it's just at this Mexican restaurant. You're just trying to eat your chips, and you just you're taking a picture with a stranger with your custom ring you got would for you, like thirty dollars on Amazon. Would you like
0: to wear the ring for the picture?
1: And he t- takes off his <laughs> takes off their wedding ring. <laughs> it's just
0: <laughs> what is this side tangent we've gotten on um, the scenario world that we
1: created? So right now we, have a we, a have, a ri- a we have a we have a we have we have crown, a belt, and a tomahawk steak at a Mexican restaurant that is distracting families.
0: Yeah, well, what better way to win?
1: That's what you get with uh fantasy football in season podcasts. Yeah, it goes off the rails so easily. Yeah, it does. But you know, we we gotta we gotta put the train in the shed after a while. I th- that's that's gonna wrap it up, guys. I appreciate all of you that are listening to this. I remember to say my name this time once again. I'm your host Matt Permeuka, and joining me was Alex Henry. Make sure you listen to more SBT Overtime. We've got plenty of other great stuff coming out. And we will update you on the WZIP and Fantasy Football Playoffs overall in the next couple weeks. So stay tuned.